Welcome to the Everyday is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Everyday is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Holla! What is up, champion? Welcome back to the show! YOLO! YOLO! I want to talk about that and what's happening in the United States in the money markets right now. Crazy week last week! Um, I'm not going to dissect it down to... You guys can, you know, Google what, you know, stocks are and things like that and how the stock market works. But it is absolutely fascinating and I'm going to... Working the old every day is Saturday, you only live once angle to it because this is what life's about, man. So let me do my best without any notes in front of me. I posted this on Facebook last week, so you can certainly check out my page about that. Also, you can join our free Facebook group, uh, Motivation, Inspiration, Entrepreneurship with Sam Crowley. It's right there. Everydayisaturday.com forward slash FB, as in Facebook, group forward slash FB group. So that's the group. Join. I'm posting in there about this stuff right now. Uh, long and short of it all, Reddit is an online forum, lack of a better word. Uh, Reddit is, uh, full of a lot of really great, you know, users and information there, but it's the internet, you know, some of it's true, some of it's not true, doesn't matter, but there's a section of it called Wall Street Bets, and there was a user in there who discovered that, uh, there was these major hedge funds that were shorting GameStop, stock, GameStop, stock. And so GameStop was trading about 20 bucks a share. I don't know how they found out they were shorting it. Doesn't matter. If you know, that's great. But I'm just saying, I'm just giving you the Reader's Digest version because this is not a day trading or stock trading podcast. It's a podcast about going for it. And holy crap, did people go for it. So GameStop was trading about 20 bucks a month ago. Now it hit, it hovered around $500 a share last week. So that's crazy. And now, as of today, this is Sunday, by the way. I'm recording a podcast on a Sunday because I'm inspired. And it's the last day of January. Can you believe it? I can't even. Oh, my God. I'm so fired up for February. February is going to be an amazing month for you as well. By the way, you can talk to me anytime. Go to launchwithsam.com. Book a call. Just be ready to go. Don't book the call. Do not book the call just to talk. Book the call because you want to launch your dream, and I'll help you do it. I'll even do it for you, depending on which level you come in at. All right? But back to the show. So, guy inside Reddit. Uh, finds out, hey, Wall Street's shorting this stock. Let's do a short squeeze on them and run the price up. So when Wall Street has to buy it back at the higher price, they're actually pumping the stock price even higher by doing it. So there's one guy, and I put a screenshot of this inside of our group as well. There's a guy that bought in for 750 grand. Talk about YOLOing everything. And he cashed out at 46 million just recently, you know, like in the last week. So not a bad return on investment, seven hundred fifty thousand for forty-six million. He bought the stock at twenty. He also bought options on it, which is a whole different ballgame. I think he bought five hundred options on it at twelve dollars strike price. So he just absolutely crushed it. But here's why they're doing it. They're pissed off, 
And they're pissed off because in 2008, Wall Street got a huge bailout for playing with your money. You know, they were lending out subprime loans to people that shouldn't have them. They were pitching credit credit default swaps, and they got caught like literally the music stopped. And they were caught holding all of this bad paper. And, you know, Lehman Brothers, who thought Lehman Brothers could fail? Like, who would have in a million years thought Lehman Brothers would fail? And all, like, the bank stocks, I remember, I mean, Citibank was trading at a dollar a share. It's probably upwards of 50 to 100 bucks a share now. But, I mean, when Citibank's at a dollar and all these other bank stocks, like, they were, we were teetering. If you weren't around in 2008 or you weren't plugged in, man, we were teetering on the brink of a complete financial collapse. And the big boys got bailed out. You know, the U.S. Uncle Sam came, bailed them out. And these kids were in high school at the time. And they remember their parents losing almost their entire investment and having to go get a job, two jobs, three jobs. It's personal for them. And this is kind of where this matters now with this podcast because they've they've wrapped so much emotion. I mean, some people are just buying one share of GameStop, like one share for $300. Or AMC. Now, AMC is a funny story, man. I lost 200 grand not pulling the trigger on that when I should have pulled it. And I didn't even know Reddit users were buying it up. AMC is the movie theater, and it was trading about $1.98 a share on January 5th. And I saw an article about that. I'm like, well, movie theaters are going to come back. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Um, We're not going to be in this COVID meltdown forever. And it was $1.98 a share. And I was going to put a substantial amount in there. I didn't do it. And I'm not telling you I was going to. I really was going to. And I just just forgot. Like, I went to Miami Beach, and I didn't really pay attention. I came back. Life happened. Well, AMC hit close to $20 a share. Okay? So, from 2 to 20 if I would have put ten grand in there, I'd have a hundred grand. If I would have put twenty grand in there, I'd have two hundred grand. And I think I lost. I, I think I, conservatively, I would have thrown ten grand at it, but I didn't. So that's okay. You know, I'm just saying it was a hundred grand that got away minimum, most likely two hundred grand. And yeah, I'm kicking myself if it dips again. I'm, I actually bought it at nine dollars last week and sold it at fifteen. I'm going back in and buying more tomorrow. I'm just going to keep buying and selling, buying and selling. I'm not yoloing it necessarily, but you know, I'm not putting the family's rent money in there. But this is why it's so personal. This is why it matters to you because these kids are mad. They're upset at what happened to their families and their parents and the people they loved, and all because people gambled on their retirement fund. Not, the parents had nothing to do with it. It was all of the crap that was inside of their 401ks and their retirement funds that they didn't even know that were a part of it. And they lost big time. So now these kids are 25, 30 years old now, and it's personal for them, and they're not selling the stock. They're not selling. They're, they're, they're holding, and they're holding. And, they're, and if you're inside these forums, I've been inside because it's just psychologically to me, it's so fascinating how when you've got a huge why wrapped around, like a big bow wrapped around this, you know, and you're willing to go broke. See, if you've never gone for broke, this doesn't make any sense to you. And I'm getting people comment on my page like, hey, Sam, yeah, this is all well and good until it collapses. Yeah, it ain't about that, man. It ain't about that. Hey, Sam, you know, they got to really watch out because this thing could come crashing. Out. It is not about that. They don't care. They, if you've never gone for broke. See, I've gone for broke. All right. I've gone for broke, and it's exhilarating. Now, I'm not saying it ain't like you don't, you know, sleepless nights, but if you've never done that, you don't realize the the, the big dopamine kick that you get the high that you get like i could go I, I could go broke i could lose everything but i could also gain i mean in this case for them the stocks they could become instant millionaire they're rolling the dice they don't care because it's emotional for them you know i could have went broke and i did you know when i went for it and i went broke and here's the thing i found out 
is when I went broke, I filed Chapter 13 bankruptcy, October 11, 2005, because I quit my six-figure job and had no clue what I was doing. Kind of like people would argue, kind of like these people buying stocks. They don't even know what they're doing. doesn't matter. It didn't matter that I didn't know what I was doing. What mattered was I was no longer going to be controlled by anybody. I was no longer going to go to a job just because I was going to make somebody else wealthy. I didn't even, I, it, I felt I was so embarrassed. And this was just my mindset, so it doesn't need to be you. So please, don't put this on you. This was my mindset. I was embarrassed that I had no why attached to my life. Like, my whole reason for existing was to wake up, go to a job, and then come home without any energy, and then go back to the job the next day because I now had energy at 5 in the morning because I went to bed at 7 at night, you know? I mean, there was a time I, I was so tired coming home from work. My wife and I tell this story. We laugh so hard because... There was a time I came home, and it was kind of like the end of the summer, maybe, I don't know, July, August time frame. And the sun sets here in Cincinnati very late because we're right on almost central time zone. Like, we're 20 minutes from Indiana, you know. So the sun sets in June like 10 o'clock at night, okay. So my sister would come to visit. Hey, sun ever go down here? Is this the land of the midnight sun? Where am I, Anchorage, Alaska? We're like, yeah, you know, it takes a while. Try putting your kids down in the summertime. We had three kids under the age of five. Try putting them down in the summertime. But anyway, I come home from work on a late July evening, just exhausted, just another long, it's like a Wednesday night, ate dinner, went right to bed. Went right to bed. It's like 6.30, you know? And my wife's like, well, I'm tired too, man. I'm so we both just crashed, went up to bed and crashed. We didn't have any kids at the time. So you, you know this was pre-kids, right? Nobody's crashing at 6.30 at night when you got kids. So... I wake up and I got this massive headache. I'm like, oh my God, it's the middle of the night. Oh, I said to my wife, I got I, I said, Do we have any ibuprofen? She goes, Nope. I go, What do you mean no? She goes, No, we used the last of it, I don't know, a month ago. Oh boy. So I threw a baseball hat on. I had shorts on and a t shirt. I l I look like something the cat dragged. I'm like, Well, I'm off to Walgreens or whatever, you know, was gonna be open at midnight. I had no idea. I walk outside and the neighbor's mowing his lawn and the other neighbor's walking the dog and it's still light outside. And I, and I, and I'm like, and I, Hey Sam, how you doing? I'm like, what in the hell is everybody still doing up? What, what's going on? What's wrong with you people? And why is the sun out? I'm yelling. Like, why is the sun out? I'm yelling to myself. And then it dawned on me that it was eight 30 at night. It wasn't midnight. I'd been in such deep REM sleep, like saliva dripping off your face type sleep. I had no idea. I, and so I went back inside. I go, hey, honey, how are you? She goes, what are you doing? I go, well, it's 8.30 at night. She goes, oh, my God, really? Yeah. Because we had these blackout blinds. Like, we had no idea. I had no idea until I got outside what time it was. And so that was a, that's when it hit me that my life was just, I was, it was just stupid. It, it, there was no meaning to it. I'm going to bed at 6, like I'm 90 years old. Our neighbors were 90, and they went to bed after us, you know? It's so funny because we moved into the condo development. I remember the neighbor coming up with it, banging on the door. Hey, you ever lived next to old people before? We're like, oh, baby, you have no idea. We, you, we, we're going to be the least. Because they're like, hey, we don't, no parties. I'm like, do I, oh, my God. Because we were young, early 30s, no kids. Why are you living here? You ever live next to old people? Keep it down at night. I'm like, oh, God, I love you. I love you already because you will not be keeping us up at night. I love it. And so... When you have no, when you don't have that huge why wrapped around, you're like me, you know, getting up at 8:30 at night, going to Walgreens with a headache just so you can make it to your job the next day, thinking that it was midnight. You have, you lose, you lose your whole sense of purpose to life. I had no purpose to my life, and, and that's why I was willing to go for broke. That's why I was willing to risk everything 
because I want I wanted so badly for my life to stand for something to have meaning. And having a job gave me no meaning. Like I I thought that's what I, having a job. I thought making 100 grand would be cool, having stock options or maybe a title. And every time I got to that level, it became more meaningless to me. But when I went for broke, when I launched every day of Saturday and I failed, it was like a, when I was sitting in the bankruptcy uh, meeting, I wasn't happy. I was very demoralized because my entire ego, my existence for 15 years in corporate was wrapped in a job. But then once I got over that, really got over myself, then it became like, wow, I can bounce back. Yes. Yeah, I can bounce back. So if you're going through tough times right now, maybe you YOLO'd it. You know, by the way, YOLO stands for you only live once. If you're wondering why I keep on using it, that's going to be the title of this podcast. But if, if you've never YOLO'd it, you know, I'm not here to tell you to do it because I don't want to be the person that causes you to lose everything. But I'm telling you, if you don't understand what's happening in the markets right now in the U.S. and you're wondering why these people are doing it, that's why. That's why. It's personal to them. They don't care that they could lose it all. They don't care the whole thing could collapse. For them, 2008 was personal. And that's why what's happening now is happening. That's why the guy risked 750 grand and made 46 million dollars. That's why millionaires are being created instantly right now. People buying GameStop. Like if you bought GameStop at 20 bucks, you're a millionaire. I mean, it went up to 500 bucks, you know? So, anyway, I really want you, I would love for you to share your YOLO story with me. <laughs> That'd be great. I, but even if you don't do it right now, don't be sitting across. Don't be like life is not about playing safe. It's just not. Do something risky. Like, try something for the first time. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Again, do it. What do you got to lose, man? Money? You can always make more money. You can't make the memories back. You just can't do it. So I'm here to kind of give you that push. Go. Whatever you're thinking about doing, do it. You know? You don't got to go crazy and YOLO it. You don't got to do what I did. You don't got to go for broke. But, man, I'll tell you, when you do get out on the edge, that's where the best tasting fruit is, out on the limb. You know that. You know that. So do it. Your boy Sammy says, do it. All right. Hey, let's have a day. All right. Let's start February off in a big way. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.